After 25 years in the fashion industry, I've realized that fashion is not really about the clothes, it's about the people. I'm Laura Van Root Poole, and this is What We Wore. Myhel Coronel is a Colombian swimwear designer whose gorgeous, joyful designs mirror her warm spirit. She was literally born for this, and Myhel's dream for this brand began when she launched her first business at the age of 18. While she may have been too young then, Myhel was proud to recently relaunch her vision to great success at age 31. Myhel Coronel, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. I think you're in Colombia? Yes, I'm in Colombia. I'm in Cartagena specifically. Ah, you're in Cartagena. I've never been, but um, I had a big trip planned in April of 2020 and I had to cancel it and I was so disappointed, but uh, I I definitely will will come back. Are you from there, Myhel? I was born and raised here in Cartagena. And and what was that like? Did you did you grow up in the city and it and it's on it's on the the water as well, right? But it's a beautiful colonial town. Yes, it's beautiful. Well, I was born in Cartagena, like my parents. We were raised here and lived I lived here throughout my whole childhood. Well, Cartagena is characterized by being tropical, vibrant and colorful. Uh, people here are very nice. They are very cheerful and joyful and this is a coastal city so it's amazing i've it's a blessing for me to be able to live by the sea i've been here almost my entire life and this is the reason why i'm so in love with the sea with the beach i just love this with the summer for me it was like a sacred ritual to be able to go to the beach every Every weekend, every Sunday, I used to do surf, go with my brother who loves fishing. Right now, I love it and it's a blessing for me. And this is like sort of the reason why I nowadays will have a swimmer brand. I'm very uh, lucky and for me it was like a blessing to be able to live in a place with an eternal summer because... We don't have four seasons here in Colombia, especially in Cartagena. It's always summer. It's always hot. Uh, <laughs> so that for me, it's great because I don't like uh, cold weathers. And I know that that also makes for incredible style. And the other thing I do know about Colombian women is that they're the most beautiful in the world. Yeah, Colombian women are amazing. They are very joyful. They have such a grace and strength. We are, of, of course... There's always diversity in, in personalities and obviously in the faces, in the, in the body. So, but yeah, but we're all very, we tend to be cheerful and funny and joyful and just great people. I would agree with that. The, all of the Colombian women I know are incredible. What do you know about the style of Colombian women? What was it like growing up? Well, it depends on... Well, on the weather, I was born in a coastal city, so it's always, like I said before, summer, it's always hot. But here in Colombia, um, we have uh, various weathers. You have cold weather in Bogota, which is our capital. We have uh, some, some places are uh, hot in the day and cold at night, so it depends on the city. But here in Cartagena, you tend to see people are always with a tropical style they're always wearing like 
things that are fresh, elegant, that can be versatile. That because you have you're living in a city which which with both realities, beach life and city life. Cartagena has beaches around every place, but you also have like el centro histórico, que es, which is a like an, a normal city. You uh, more of like. And we t- that's why I created a product that was versatile, that spoke about my cultural identity, which is us, that we tend to dress casual, but elegant, tropical and chic. I mean, I would say it's more of like, like that. How did you become interested in fashion? Did you have fashionable women in your life growing up? My love affair with fashion began when I was a little girl. My mom is also a designer. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yes. So I grew up uh, watching her make clothes, and I was always fascinated with that. This, is, this immediately became a passion for me, and I started playing with different materials, different fabrics. I made dresses, and I even modified my own clothes. I, I would look at magazines. And I will replicate the looks and I will redecorate my dresses and put this lace on this sleeve and transform my pants into skirts. I was doing that all the time. I even did it. I once took like my brother's pants and turned it into a skirt for myself. I, I grew up in that and I've loved fashion since I can remember. And all of this drew me to eventually work in the fashion industry and over the years, My love for fashion is obviously growing. I now have my own brand and I am completely dedicated to fashion. So tell me about growing up around your mother's workrooms. I mean, did you did you learn to sew at a young age? Yes, at a really young age. I started to doing like all my bathing suits when I was 16. I wow. used to have my friends come over and I would dress them up like if we were going to go to a party, I will be like, oh, I can lend you this skirt, we can do this, and I, could, I will style them up. I, I just love fashion, and I've always have since, since I have a memory. Was it natural from the beginning? I mean, was it easy to learn to sew, and you understood fabrics and, and structure and form, all of that? It was just, it was innate in you, it was natural? Yes, it was completely natural to me. I felt always at ease, like this was you know, I felt like I was doing what I was supposed to. So bathing suits started early. Did you, I mean, I guess when you live in a coastal city, you, you do spend a lot of time in bathing suits. Yes, completely. <laughs> uh, I will go to surf uh, with my brother. And then um, because I lived on the other side of town, I didn't have time to like go change again be- before going out. So I would like stay in my bathing suit and we'll try to put like a nice cover up. So I, that's why I developed a product that was really versatile because I wanted to do that, like give uh, the woman the option to have a bathing suit that can also be worn for other elegant occasions. Like I wanted to be transitioning to different spaces and locations, not just like the swimming pool or the beach. Like you can also wear it for dinner and other occasions. So that's very important for me because I was always in a bathing suit when I was a teenager. Michael, when did you decide that it could be a business? Mm, I started my business when I was 18 with a friend. Mm, wow. Yes. But that really didn't work out. Even though I never had a doubt, I always wanted to know this was the path I wanted to follow. When I started, I knew with my friend, We were, well, we were really young. I wanted to start the project with her, but I only had, I didn't have like 
enough money to buy all the fabrics and all the materials that you need to start a project. I didn't have, I didn't know about cost. I didn't know about packaging. I had to think about elastics, tags, materials, uh, packaging, threads. I mean, I didn't have all the money to start like this business formally. I didn't have all everything to invest in production like you are supposed to sometimes. How quickly was it clear that you didn't have all the things that you need to start it, even though you had the will to start it? I sold all the pieces I made with my friend. We sold everything and we broke even. So I knew it was a good product, but I was very frustrated because I really wasn't making a profit out of it. I was working very hard. We both were working very hard. We wanted to make this not just a dream, but a reality for us, but it just wasn't working. I was very frustrated. I didn't have the capital to invest in a second collection. So basically I just, I didn't know how to run a business or how to manage its finances yet. I was only 18. And so what did you do? I closed the business. We, we decided it was not the time to start. So I instead went to college. I always had the, had this idea in my mind that in my mind that I wanted to work in fashion, but I decided I had to study first. I had to become a professional and make this project happen. And so I grew up and I prepared myself more. I understood uh, that there are many processes you have to you have to know in order to have a brand. Even when I started this one, I still didn't have the answers, even though I was way older. I mean, I started this brand four years ago. And now I, right now I'm 35, but at that moment I wasn't 18. It sounds like you were very sure of all of this. Is it totally from just within or did you have a mentor that, you know, suggested this or did your parents say this is not the right time or was it all completely from inside of you? It was completely from inside of me. I mean, I was being honest. I was being honest with myself. Even though sometimes you have dreams, you need to know that, there's a path and there are times yeah. and just because something is not working for you at the moment it doesn't mean that it won't work for you at all my hell even when you stopped it did you 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 believed that you would one day start it again when the time was right yes completely wow. all i did was so you, study harder prepare myself more and start again and so where did you go to school my hell uh to italy right now i'm married to my husband whose name is lucio de vincentes who works with me in the brand uh, we have a daughter. She's named Carlota. Aww. Uh, when I met him, I went with him to Italy for some time and I studied there. The opportunity for me to study fashion design in Italy was one of the best moments in my life. And it was very rewarding, rewarding for me. And were there things that you learned there that you didn't expect to learn? Yeah, of course. I learned all about the structure, uh, all about the pieces, the materials the right type of, types of fabrics, all about fashion, history of fashion, trends, trend forecasting. I learned a lot of things, but most of all, I, I, grew, more, I grew to be a more, a more confident woman. I write I now, I'm not the same as I was when I was 18 or when I, or when I started college. I, it was also like a very rewarding moment for my life in a personal way, not just academic. Yeah, and probably also gave you, I would imagine, 
as going away always does, a great appreciation of where you're from, I would think. And I would imagine, yeah, coming back to Colombia had to be a wonderful homecoming. Completely. And when I came back, it took me a little while. I was still studying and trying and seeing what would work best. When can I start my own brand? And eventually I created my Head Coronet, uh, the swimmer brand that, you know, is like my baby. It's everything I've ever dreamt of. Studying in Italy and then coming back to Colombia, was it clear to you that the production could be of the quality that you wanted after seeing what could be done in, done in Italy? I, I, I mean, I, I know just from working within the industry that the production in Colombia is some of the best in the world. Did you look at the workroom differently than you had before you were in school? Yes, completely. And what about sourcing fabrics, Mihel? What was that like? Do you source um, all over the world? I mean, where do you source your fabrics now? We have everything produced here in Colombia, in Cartagena. Uh, we have our own workshop. We source materials in here in Colombia, but we also tend to do it in Italy, where my husband is from. But mostly we want to have a product that's made 100% in Colombia. That's like our goal. We want to be able to reach that, to be able to say, this is 100% Colombian. So we are always looking, even though we source outside uh, in international uh, suppliers, we all, we prefer if it's made in Colombia because, I don't know, we feel it's more special and we can be able to control the processes during, within because we don't want to be able to out, outsource some things and maybe... I don't know, the, the quality or the work conditions are not what we think. So we've always rather to have our own workshop and we do. And of course, when I started, it was two, two girls with me. <laughs> and, but nowadays we are, we're almost 20 and wow. that for us, it's amazing. It is amazing. It is. It's, it's amazing. I don't, I mean, that for me is a dream. That's what I always wanted. So I come when I come the office and the workshop is on the same building. I mean, on the same office at all. We don't have it like one somewhere and the other on another part. It's together. So when I come in every day and I see everyone, I see the marketing team. I see wow. the girls from quality control, the girls from production, the ones from uh, from inventory sales so everyone works here in the office in Cartagena and that for me is amazing yeah that's that's really something to be proud of that that's really special I also think it's really interesting for women designers to be designing clothes for women because you actually can try out the fabric and you know how it how it lives how it works I tend to have my employees try them on like I will get them like Alejandra Luisa come here try them on and let me know what you guys think. Should I make this bigger? Should I make this smaller, tighter, looser? Like yeah. we always try it on on our employees. Like we do that all the time and they all have different bodies, different heights. So sure. it works for us and it has done, it has worked for us since the beginning. The first bathing suit I ever did uh, when I started the brand, not in my life, but when I was starting the brand, I tried it on my mom. She, her body is obviously not like mine. We have different bodies and I tried it on her and I tried it on mine and it worked perfectly for both of our bodies. And that's why I knew I had to do this one size. All of the bathing suits are one size, is that correct? We started the brand 
only having one size products. That's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have one size fits all because of the fabric we have. But uh, since we've been exploring the market, we've been four years around, we realized that even though one size fits a lot of women, there's still more variety. So we now have two more sizes, which are petite and extended. And it's worked well? Yes, but it doesn't, people don't tend to buy them as much as they do one size because really one size fits a lot of women. Like the range is very, very wide. That's so interesting. And I know, I think you're the only person in swimwear doing that. Yeah, and that's not only amazing for us and for women because obviously the fit is perfect or it tends to be, but it also helps with the environment because the reducers yeah. are way less. We don't have like, all these sizes stocked in our inventory. No, we have like our one size. I love that. Tell me, how did you know that it was finally time to open the business? Well, first of all, I, I felt more ready. I felt more confident in myself, in my work, in my talent. I had my husband now. He was, he's always been a great support for me. So I, I talked to him. We were always talking about him joining me and making my own brand and making it a family business. He's very, very, like, very responsible. He's very dedicated. I mean, he's committing his life right now to my dreams. And that's very, very something I thank him every day. Did he have a background in production or in, in business or fashion? In business, yes, but not in fashion. And has he enjoyed it? Yes, he's always reading books and watching fashion shows and contributing to my to all my creative process because I'm the creative director and he's like the CEO, he's the business manager. So this decision, we made it together, thinking about our future, thinking about what can we do, how can it affect uh, like our personal life and our, and our professional life. And we decided it was time for us to work together. He was supporting like my every move, my dream. He said he was going to be there for me 100%. He's my husband, but he's also my partner. <laughs> so it can be hard, but it's a blessing. And I get to experience this every day. And I am definitely com and completely grateful for this in my life. I'm, I thank God all the time. And I thank my husband for his constant dedication because it's not easy. And it's something he wasn't, he wasn't a five-year-old thinking, oh, I'm going to have a fashion business. No. And he's committed. So that for me is amazing. I, I don't know this, but I'm imagining, were you, did you happen to be discovered by Lauren Santo Domingo? Was that your first breakout in North America was with Moda Operandi? Yes, we started with uh, with Moda Operandi. I, I say that only because Lauren's married to a Colombian, right? <laughs> yes. We... And it spends a lot of time there, I know. Yes. We participated in Latin American Fashion Summit that was here in Cartagena. Wow. And we won. And I bet that was exciting. Oh, did oh, you really? Yeah, we won. It was very, very gratifying for us. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. I was I was very happy. It was like I was like, oh my God, we're doing it right. We're we're on the correct path. I mean, I never had a doubt, but that was like a reassuring moment. Because a lot of times you can work you can you can know you're doing what you're doing well, but but you maybe don't know how it's being received by I don't know, out, outsiders, I guess, you know, or exactly. outside of your world. 
And I, I worry about that about designers a lot, just that, you know, I think it's been so nice, and, and you're coming to visit us um, in May, it's been so nice for designers to be around their clients and to see really how their designs are landing and how people are loving them. And I think it really changes the way you design, I, I would imagine. Yeah, it does. I have to adapt myself to not just like Colombian women and what they want, but I also have to think about you know, a more global woman. There's been such a rise in Colombian fashion with Joanna Ortiz and Sylvia Chirassi. And have they been supportive? And, and what's that been like? Have you ever um, communicated with them to get advice on how to do things or what they're doing? We support each other. Other Latin brands have really inspired me to keep following up on this project and to really find a way to make our Colombian essence like flourish in the fashion industry worldwide so it's always nice to have like other brands support each other and we tend to like sometimes do collaborations i haven't done one with either sylvia or joanna but i have with other brands i once dated with a colombian brand uh, named nora losa mm -hmm. uh, it's about shoes so it was like their designs in shoes but with my fabrics and that was a year ago that was amazing and what's it like to do a collaboration? Is it hard or? It depends on who you work with, but it was amazing. I mean, our teams worked perfectly. We support each other. We understood each other. We understood that each brand has something different to communicate, has like an identity, a DNA. And it's about understanding that and working together. And it's always good to see all the support that you can find in the fashion industry here in Colombia. We all know that we are we come from the same place and we want to just we want to make Colombia like shine and stand out. So yeah, it's very it's amazing. Tell me my hell about Carlotta. How old is she and does she seem like she's interested in fashion? Yeah, she does. She seems like she's interested in fashion all the time. Her she's in her school right now at the moment. She's 5. She's very spontaneous and she loves art. Like her favorite subject in school is art. And she's always drawing and she says she wanna she likes fashion as well. She's always dressing up. I have some like I make I don't sell for kids yet, but I do have like she has her designs, like the best sellers for the brand. She has them in her size, so she's always oh wearing gosh. them. She's very stylish. <laughs> and we look we do like styling sessions. She loves like, oh I'm gonna wear this with these sandals. I mean, she's grow growing up in this environment. She comes to the office all the time. So she's always with me and my employees. We're, we're having fun with her. She's in my shoots. She's the most important thing in my life. And she, you know, she's like the reason why I work so hard. And she loves it and she has fun. She comes here and she tries everything on and she says, oh, I would like that one as well. <laughs> What was it like becoming a new mom at the same time as you started your brand? It was almost like you had two babies. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was hard because Carlota is five and the brand was uh, began four years ago. So Carlota was a baby. She was one. Wow. So it was hard, but I find the right balance because right now the brand has reached like so many goals and it's not on the same level as it was obviously as it started so at the beginning i was able to be able i was able to balance my i i always try to and i i believe i i accomplished that i tried to balance my time 
between being a boss woman, a boss, a businesswoman, uh, a creative director, and also being a mom. I mean, none come before the other. I mean, they're all important roles in my life, but I have to be a mom for, for Carlota and I try to find the right time. And, I, and that's why I also bring her here to the office and she knows everyone, she gets along with everyone. I try to find the perfect balance that works for all of us. I don't want to leave my employees behind and be like, uh, I can, I'm sorry, but I also don't want to be, I don't want to not be there for her. It's a hard balance for anybody to, to figure out. Yeah. But I know it's a blessing for me to be able to say like, you know, come work, come to work with me. And Michael, what do you hope that she learns from you in coming in coming to the office and seeing what you do? What, what do you hope that she she learns from that? I want her to know that it's even though you can have a talent, a dream, it's always important to be to work hard, to be consistent. That's what I'm telling her all the time. Like nothing is gifted to you. You need to work hard. You need to study. You need to prepare yourself. It's a, it's everything is a process. But if you are constant and you're dedicated every day to making your dreams come true, you work for your dreams. It doesn't matter even if at the beginning you feel like it's not working out. If it's for you, if like I said before, it eventually will. Well, and I think that you you also could teach the lesson of patience. Yeah, um, which which so few people can understand, and you you embody it so well. I think it's amazing for somebody to have accomplished a dream that they've had for so long, from when they were so young, and and you have, and and now you're represented by all the biggest stores and department stores and online shopping, and um, you're you know it's 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 become exactly I think what your dream was. How how does that feel? It's amazing and it's very rewarding for myself to know that like my work is finally paying off because like you said, I mean, I can teach Carlota some patience because I've been trying to do this since I was 18. Yeah. So I know when it's time to like stop, uh, think about what you're doing, maybe say, oh, maybe it's not the right time. Maybe I should work a little bit on more on this. I'm not an expert on finances and numbers, but I know that I have to, I had, I have to at least try to understand it because it's something important in, in the process of making your own brand. So it's about being patient and knowing when you're doing it right, but also when you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Because you can take that as an opportunity to learn maybe you're not, you can do it better. Maybe you're doing it right, but you can do, you can also do it better. I'm not saying she has to be a perfectionist. No, perfection is not <laughs> possible. And it's not trying to be perfect will only make you feel worse. Myhel, have you ever stopped to reflect on what you've created and, and stopped to celebrate your accomplishments? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I have to tap myself on the back because I have definitely, I, I have done things well, I believe so, because you can see that the response from our clients, it's amazing. But besides celebrating myself, which is, you know, important to know that to be able to have like, you know, you did well. It's also for me very important to celebrate my team. I am 100% grateful with them because I know that this is not just my work. This is a complete teamwork. I mean, my employees for me are like a family 
I've been here for four years with this brand and most of them, I started with three and they're still with me. And to be able to have them and to say like, oh, we won Latin American Fashion Summit or we are now on this new retailer. I mean, that for me is very satisfying, but it's also for them because I'm very grateful for what they do because they're helping me, me build this dream. So besides celebrating myself, I celebrate my team. And I, we try, my husband and I, we try to do it constantly. For us, it's very important. And tell me what's next. What, what would you like this brand to be in the next five, 10 years? For my husband and I, it's very important to keep giving more, uh, more people the chance to have the job of their dreams, to be able to have this family grow and have more people with us, to have our team work better with, with more people, more jobs. That's like a dream of us. We want to have a big family, a big business. So we're working on that. We want to have more people and, you know, contribute to more families. We want this to be like a global dream, not just ours, not just my family, but we want more people to, you know, be with us on this journey. I don't know if y'all have proms in Cartagena. Do you ha- do you know what a prom is? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> do y'all have them? Yes, we do. Do you remember what you wore? Did you have? Did you probably go to several of them because you're very beautiful? <laughs> 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 was there was there a dress that you loved that you wore to the prom? I wore. Um, I had this dress that I made for myself with my mom. Uh, it was a black dress. So, yeah, it was very nice. Like I told you before, I always like to look at magazines and replicate looks. So I I really don't remember exactly how it was, but I knew it was black. And I I designed it myself with my mom. And it was amazing. We do have proms here in in Colombia. And especially in Cartagena, they're like a big thing. Do you remember the fabric or do you remember anything else about the jewelry or your hair or any of any of it did it have puff sleeves or anything (laughs) it had ruffles and it was silky it was very elegant because it was more more like a body uh we had proms but we also have like intimate uh celebrations with family so before that i was with my family so it was something very nice and elegant but simple i mean it had some ruffles but it was not like this huge uh dress no it was nothing like that it was something very simple the strapless or did it have sleeves no it had sleeves it had ruffle sleeves oh beautiful oh well i i want to see a picture of that (laughs) of course i'm gonna look for some pictures i don't i don't know where i have them but i'm sure if i look at facebook maybe i will well mayel thank you so much what a treat to be able to talk to you thank you for having me it's really been a pleasure What We Wore is produced by Capital and Balto Creative Media. The original song, Someone So Enchanting, was composed and performed by Britt Drazda. Queen City Podcast Network.com.